Well, hello everybody. Hi, Hope Church, and uh, welcome to another video. Uh, today, I'm joined by the wonderful Debbie Hill. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Um, we're here to talk about a charity that Debbie has been involved in setting up called The Raft. Um, but first, for those who don't know you, Debbie, who are you? Okay, so um, I'm married to Jason, and we have uh, three children that have joined our family through fostering and adoption. We've been coming to Hope for about three years now. Uh, we previously at Knighton Free Church for a long time. And we have a real heart for, um, for fostering and adoption. We've been involved in the charity called Home for Good for a while. Um, and we are involved locally in lots of um, initiatives that support those who are either thinking about fostering adoption or already doing it. Great. And you have just celebrated 20 years of marriage to Jason, right? I have, yes, I know, unbelievable. <laughs> it's been good, mostly. <laughs> Great. Um, and you're here to talk about the raft. So just tell us a bit about what the raft is and kind of where it came from. Okay, so the raft came out originally a long time ago, probably a decade ago, when um, we were on holiday in Cornwall and we were driving down beautiful country roads and we saw these kind of big, um, often kind of derelict houses that we just thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a place like that, maybe in the countryside, but, you know, a place where foster families and adoptive families can go for refreshment and help with the journey because, you know, I've been a foster care for 10 years um, and we've recently adopted and we've journeyed with a lot of people who've been involved in fostering adoption and it's a, a kind of a place where you experience a lot of joy um, but also a lot of challenges and we see the struggles and we just felt that God was putting on a heart to create a place where those families and those children could be really looked after. Yeah. Um, so that was the kind of the beginning, the little seed I guess that was planted 10 years ago and from that, we weren't entirely sure how that was going to happen. The, the idea of getting a building seems daunting. Um, and, you know, thinking, how on earth that, is that going to work? And, and kind of God led us into Home for Kids as a charity. And we've been involved in that heavily, um, setting up local work in Leicester with Home for Kids. Um, but that little kind of seed of, you know, what if we could create something that is, you know, for Leicester, um, that kind of building where people can go to, what if that kind of you know, becomes a reality? And so the raft kind of developed from that. So Home for Good is a charity specifically focused on fostering adoption. It's a national charity. Um, you've been involved in setting up the local branch of that, but the raft is slightly different, isn't it? Talk to us about that. I think, yes. So it's it has that kind of similar heart in a sense that it's around uh, supporting children who are vulnerable. But for the RAF, the RAF is a local charity. It's going to exist to support families in Leicestershire. And we saw that children can be vulnerable for a whole uh, raft of reasons. Um, and so, um, you know, we wanted to focus on care experience because that's our expertise. But actually, when I was meeting with other people in the city, they were involved in other charities that were doing early intervention works, um, wraparound support for families, perhaps working within schools, supporting children who are struggling at school, supporting children who have mental health difficulties. Um, so it felt like actually the RAF could be a little bit broader in terms of, mm. of its remit um, and support children who are struggling for whatever reason. 
so it's yes so vulnerability does isn't exclusive to care experienced children is it um and so there's a whole load of of reasons there why raft why or raft we're in leicester aren't we <laughs> i know i keep saying raft and raft i mean whatever you want to do but um i well originally um it came about i mean it sounds a little bit strange but you know there's this whole idea around um about emperor penguins in the antarctic winter and i don't just seen kind of like you know nature programs where you see all these kind of emperor penguins and it's the males that um, are kind of huddling together and they huddle together and they create little kind of circles to keep warm. And when the ones in the centre overheat, then they kind of rotate round and then the ones on the outside come in. Um, and they're doing that to protect themselves and protect their young whilst the females go off and, and hunt. And that kind of picture of um, penguins looking after themselves felt like fostering adoption, that we're basically, if you are on your own looking after children, it's very, very difficult. But when you're in a sense of community, when you're helping each other out, then that's what that's what works best in terms of looking after children. And we looked at the kind of collective now for a group of penguins and it's the raft. And we thought, okay, uh, that's fair enough. So that's uh, that's where that originally came from. But then when I was talking to other people, they had pictures of the raft being what you think of as a raft. You know, I like raft, raft. Ones, ones that go out into the storm. That's the one thing about going out into the storm. Um, in a place where you're kind of like you're helping people who need help at that point in time bringing them to a place where they're going to feel looked after and, and have um healing and restoration oh i love that I, both those images are so evocative aren't they they're so so powerful i love the community aspect of the the penguins all huddling together and i guess that's what you're wanting to to do isn't it it's not just individuals accessing services it's finding community um as well um so where are you at? This has been an idea for 10 years. It's been a little bit more concrete for a couple of years. Where are you at now? Okay, so we um, formed a kind of a group. So there's been a group of about four of us that have been praying together for a while. Um, and there are people from across the city who've got a similar heart for fostering adoption. And we came together and we felt that actually there was space to make this kind of group, the raft, into a charity. And so we became a charity legally about two, about two years ago. Um, and then actually, and you know, it's been a real struggle since then. You know, we set up um, in kind of lockdown with a lot of pressures on, on people. Um, yeah. And within our, our group, there was a lot of kind of difficulties, things that were happening within personal lives or within family that made it hard for us to continue. And I spent quite a bit of time thinking, is the math the right thing? You know, we've got to this point, we've got a charity, we've got this kind of heart for it, but but why aren't we doing anything? Why are we kind of stuck um, and, you know, really questioning, you know, God's timing in this and whether it was the right thing. So I kind of got to that point at the end of last year um, and then at the beginning of this year was kind of like saying to God, you know, beginning of January, in the service that hope, saying, actually, I'm really frustrated. You know, I don't know what we're doing. Could you clearly answer and say, is this the right thing or not? I don't mind what you say. I'm happy with the answer. I would yeah. just quite like to know because I'm that kind of person that likes to have definitive, you know, clear direction, I guess. And so I was saying, God, please can you tell me yes or no is this right and as people were praying around me and somebody was putting their hands 
on me and I hadn't said out loud what I was praying for. Yeah. But this lady said to me, I don't know if this makes sense, but I've just heard the words, yes and amen. And I was like, yep, <laughs> that, that completely makes sense. Thank you so much because that just really answered this kind of heart cry that I was saying to God, I just, I just want to know because I'm, I'm happy to follow and do what you want me to do. I'm really daunted by it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm happy to kind of take those steps. But to have that clarity from God was just like, yes, now is the time. You know, we are now going to be working forward and getting us going. It's so exciting. And it means it's not just a thing that you've dreamed up. This is part of God's plan for you. I read recently, uh, or I saw an interview with Rick Warren, pastor in America, um, and he said, if you want to know God's will for your life, he said, uh, he's put a desire in you and then there'll be opposition to that vision. Um, cause it's not always easy when you follow God's calling. In fact, the enemy doesn't like it. Um, yeah. And so you've gone through this season of struggle, which has kind of been mirrored by COVID, but God's kind of been clear and said, yes, now let's go, let's do it. So what's the plan? Okay, so I've been, like I said, I've been involved in Home for Good for 10 years and my plan is now I'm going to be stepping away from paying for good work so that I can solely give time to the rats. Um, I am sort of foster care and adopter, so fostering and adoption is my number one priority and that is, you know, family is going to be always that kind of um, highest thing. But underneath that, spending time developing a team of people um, who can then take forward the rafts. Um, we had some existing trustees and uh, we need to get some new trustees going, make sure that we're legally compliant as a charity um, and then start to develop our, our vision and our group of people that are going to then um, form the RAS as, as an organisation going forwards. Um, and that means planning out some of the activities that we're going to do. So, you know, we are very much aware that the people that we're working with will have experienced trauma. And so we're going to have a trauma-informed approach to delivering services, projects, events and training for children and for their families and for the adults that look after them as well. So give us a, just a bit of a, a taste of what this could look like. Um, dream a little for us. Okay, so the big dream, I mean, the big dream is actually exactly the same. It is the building. The big dream is that in Leicester, there will be the raft centre where people can go and instantly, as soon as they arrive at that building, they know that they are in a place where they are understood and they are valued and they are nurtured and they can access the support that they need. And so it might be that there are information sessions there, a library, a cafe, counselling rooms. We really want to look at developing trauma-informed biblical counselling for those who have experienced trauma. Um, it might be that we have training sessions. One of the things that we're really keen to look at is mental health. Um, we know that uh, children and young people um, struggle with their mental health and that's been exacerbated recently uh, in the past few years. And so we have people who provide things like youth mental health training for adults um, and that's something that we can roll out quite easily. Um, we want to look at um, kind of therapeutic parenting type stuff. Um, we've thought about children who who find school tricky and, and when they get home we need space to offload and we often see that children who've experienced trauma have high levels of stress in their body mm. and so they try to contain that 
and eventually there's no space to contain that anymore and they need a, an outlet for that and so something that we want to do is kind of what we call a decompression zone place where children can come and and basically uh, kind of externalize all this kind of internal anger and stress rather than take it out at home on another person or themselves or their things which we see quite often so there's a lot of very specific ideas that we think might help families and I think there's going to be other things that come out as we engage with our families and work out what their needs are. So it's be a one-stop shop for families who are, are struggling or vulnerable and, and need some support in a whole load of different ways yes and also to be signposting as well so i think we want to be a place where we hold a lot of information so you know we can't possibly do everything that there's a limit to our, our time and our resources but we know that there are a lot of organizations and people in leicester leicestershire who are supporting vulnerable children and families yeah. and so we want to be signposting to them as well not kind of duplicating activity but working alongside that and filling the gaps there are a lot of gaps in provision so we want to kind of fill in those gaps while saying you know do you know about this person do you know about that church do you know whatever it is mm. that's available to kind of say look they might be a place that can help you i just love it i love the idea of um of a building where people can go and feel safe and access therapeutic parenting support access um, support for, for children who've experienced trauma or struggling with their mental health and counseling and activities and groups and Oh, it's just incredibly exciting, isn't it? Um, and we're just kind of on the front edge of this, aren't we? So we, we, I guess, Hope Church, we're the early adopters, <laughs> in a sense, of this. So what does it look like? How can we support folk listening to this or watching this? Um, what can we do to get behind this, to support you, to support the vision, um, to get involved? Okay, so I think, first of all, if people could really pray for us, we're stepping into something that's in name, and we just would love to get a group of prayer supporters around us. So we've just set up a, a kind of a raft prayer WhatsApp group um, where you'll get prayer maybe like once a week, you know, nothing too onerous, but just to know that we've got that prayer around us from the start, um, and we're open to people sharing words, pictures, whatever they feel is appropriate for us as we, as we kind of go forward. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, second thing is we we need volunteers um, and we need trustees. Um, so if you are considering becoming a trustee of a new, very exciting charity in Leicester that works with vulnerable children, um, particularly if you have expertise around branding, business skills, safeguarding, those kind of areas, um, then we would love to hear from you. Um, and also if you have some time to give to us, we want to recruit volunteers. So if you have time in the week where you want to give some time just to help us um, set our vision and then start to kind of uh, deliver some activities, um, then that would be really helpful as well. So what um, kind of people are you looking for? Obviously people who have time, but what would these volunteers be doing? Um, so some of them will be developing our kind of social media presence. Um, so we need people who are good on kind of all the different social media platforms, developing messaging, uh, getting the website going. Um, we need people who are good at, um, well, just have an interest really in, in working alongside children. Um, so it could be delivering training programs. Um, it could be um, starting to kind of like formulate our documents. So we have a lot of kind of vision writing to do. So people are good with strategic thinking. Um, 
people who um, might have skills in uh, buildings. So actually, when we start thinking about our building, we need people who know about about kind of finance and about kind of being involved in kind of purchasing of a property and, and kind of research and that type of area as well. We're at this stage really open to anybody because this is a new initiative and you know anybody that says yeah I have a real heart for vulnerable children I see the need particularly in kind of fostering adoption but also more widely um, and I'd like to, to even just share your own ideas maybe your own kind of thoughts about what the RAP would offer we really want to hear from that as well. So basically anyone who feels like this is the Lord is just gently prompting them about this needs to get in touch with you don't they yes absolutely and how can absolutely. they do that um i think the best thing is to um email me um so we have a kind of general raft email um inquiries at the raft leicester.co.uk also so i'm in church i'm on church suites um so you can contact me via the details on church suite as well or just come and talk to me. I mean, I'd love to talk about this stuff. So anybody that really wants to chat about it, then yeah, come and grab me. Debbie, thank you so much. Um, this is so exciting. And, and uh, when you came and spoke to the leadership, we were just so excited about where this could go and um, yeah, how we can be part of this. Um, so I'd love to pray for you and for the raft. Um, still not sure if I should call it raft or raft feels like it's a Leicester thing so it needs to be the raft doesn't it, it does. <laughs> uh, but let me pray father thank you for Debbie thank you for the journey that you have brought her on which has not been easy and yet we know that you're guiding and leading in this we ask father for the people who will come and make this vision a reality would you even now be prompting and guiding people and leading people to be involved and I ask that there would be a, a building there would be a space where all this can happen in Jesus name amen amen thank you so much Debbie anything you want to say as we finish no, but I um, just really appreciate everyone who listened to this and thank you so much for your support. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.